Hi everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey, welcome back. Today we are looking at quite a few Psalms. We're looking at Psalm 1 to 2, we're looking at Psalm 15, Psalm 22 to 24, 47, and 68. So it feels like a Psalm buffet today. Uh, So there's quite a bit to cover. Uh, We are not going to cover every single one of these Psalms. I think we're just going to highlight some of the ones that stick out to us. So I really like chapter one. Uh, It's kind of near and dear to my heart because we chose some of the verses from chapter one for our son's dedication at church. Uh, But it is kind of cool because our study Bibles talk about how this psalm, this first chapter, is considered to be the gateway into the entire book of Psalms. It kind of sets us up to understand um, kind of the idea of righteousness and being separated from like wicked or wicked ways. Mm -hmm. um, And that the Psalms are kind of like this place where you can like verse three says, be like a tree that are planted uh, by streams of water, yielding fruit in season, leaf doesn't wither, all that he does, he prospers. Uh, that the idea of a tree next to streams of water is really powerful when you consider what first century Israel most likely looked like. Hmm. I mean, because I mean, today Israel most likely looks the same <laughs> way. Um, it's not, it, there's not a lot of trees right. out in the desert. But the trees next to water grow and bear fruit mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. easier. And so it is a powerful image. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of En Gedi, like when David was at En Gedi. It's like this beautiful spring surrounded by plants in the middle of the desert. Like everything around it is dead. Mm-hmm. But there's these living um, living plants and streams and stuff in En Gedi because it's so special. So I think that is one of the images in David's mind mm-hmm. when well, he's writing also, the song. They compare it to the wicked man who is like the chaff that the wind drives away. So like, I think that probably gives a really good picture for yeah. what kind of like what you're alluding to with the opposite. But um, I love, makes a lot of sense. I love that this righteous person's delight is in the law of the Lord mm-hmm. and he meditates on it day and night. Now, David's understanding of the law of the Lord would have been just the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, mostly, and mm-hmm. primarily the law of Moses. And so when you think about what it would mean to meditate on that day and night, it's taking very seriously uh, the law that God has given and just basically like thinking through every detail of your life and every detail of your day through that lens of what God has intended. I think, you know, we, we obviously as Christians deal with life a little bit differently. We're not filtering everything through the law of Moses. Um, but we should still be living every moment of our lives to God's glory. And it is good just day and night to think about how we've done that or how we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's good. Well, then we also said, I don't know, did you want to say anything well, else about I, chapter one? I do have one final thought, and it's okay. funny because I think we're trying to hit three psalms, so I need to hurry up and talk. <laughs> um, it, I've been I've been reading and thinking a lot about judgment. <laughs> it sounds like a super downer. Uh, judgment and like, like there's different views on hell. There's different views on what happens to people when they die. It is crazy to me that anybody could read the entire Bible and believe that there is not some final judgment. Um, that anybody could read the entire Bible and believe that righteous people end up in a place of the righteous mm-hmm. and wicked people end up in a place of the wicked. We have read so many Psalms that talk about judgment, that talk about final judgment, that mm-hmm. talk about wicked being cut off. Um, so this idea of like universalism where God is so gracious that he saves everyone, the, the Bible just doesn't reflect that. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not, this is not doom and gloom, I promise. It's just <laughs> like, wow, like the Bible clearly teaches that there is a final judgment and the righteous go to a good place and the wicked are cut off. Well, I think to pretend that it's not is like such a disservice and like, yeah, it's so disingenuous. Grave, like a crazy responsibility that we have to like tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and this, that, uh, this is coming from verse five. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Mm-hmm. And so, this, this concept of perishing is central, I think, to the biblical text, like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just important to remember. For sure. So we move into another psalm. Obviously, we said we weren't going to touch on every single one, but 22, and I kind of picked 23 a little bit, um, stuck out. But 22 uh, has a lot of parallels, I guess, not necessarily even just parallels, but like prophecy toward Jesus and what he is going to do and say in the New Testament. If you're curious what Jesus was thinking on the cross... I don't think we actually have to dive too deep to figure out what was going through his mind on the cross because Jesus quotes Psalm 22 on the cross. Mm-hmm. So when he says, I think in the in the New Testament, it's like it's in Aramaic, but he says, El, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. I'm sure I butchered <laughs> sure. that, um, but that's in Matthew. But what he's saying in Aramaic is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Which is how Psalm 22 starts mm-hmm. out. And then you'll notice, you, you should definitely, like, if you at least stick around for the reading or read it for yourself, um, when you know that Psalm 22 is what Jesus quoted when he died on the cross, and then you read the actual chapter, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. literally, it's like a narrative of Jesus. Yeah. It's really weird, especially, um, so there were a couple of verses specifically. Verse 7 says, all who see me mock me, they make mouths at me, they wag their heads. Then same for verse 18, and this is in chapter 22. Verse 18 says, they divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So like right there, it's just like, whoa, that's kind of insane, because those are things that all play out. um, And it's wildly specific. Mm -hmm. It's it's very specific. Um, There's also like the, um, when they're they're calling out to Jesus, like, well, you're the son of God, like, let him help you. This is, that's in Psalm 22. Oh, I was going to say, that's verse eight. He trusts the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him, for he delights in him. So if you've never read Psalm 22, I encourage you to do so. It is faith affirming because it's like, wow, David wrote this so long ago and Jesus literally walks this Mm -hmm. out as God's suffering servant. And so the the parallels, you can look at Matthew 27 and you can compare that with Psalm 22. Uh, it's crazy how close they fit together. Mm-hmm. And scholarship tells us that these are written very far apart by clearly different off- authors at clearly different times. So that there's not even a case to be made that somebody sat down and crafted Psalm 22 and then sat down at another desk and mm-hmm. crafted the story of Jesus. It's, it's just history just proves that that is not true. And so here you have the psalmist writing literally what is going to happen to Jesus and Jesus quoting it as it happens to him. It's really powerful. So then finally, chapter 23, I just really appreciate this. Our son, actually, he's in first grade and he has memorized. I don't think he knows that he's memorized the entire chapter, but he memorized this entire chapter. <laughs> tricked him. Uh, for uh, Bible memory at school. So when I actually like heard over like I've been hearing it piece by piece yeah. as he's been memorizing for school, but listening to the whole thing and knowing that my son like has that 
in his memory is like, whoa, that's very cool. Um, but it's just like this really comforting psalm um, describing God as the shepherd of um, the sheep that he cares for. Um, and then it also says in verses five and six that it it kind of reflects or describes God as um, the host who cares for his guests. Um, so it's just, I don't know, I think it's just a really cool, like helpful reminder for those moments when um, maybe you just kind of feel like you're in need of like that comfort from the Lord. So uh, I can, anything stick out to I, you from that chapter? I can draw chapter? a parallel here. Um, Psalm 23, 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house mm-hmm. of the Lord forever. Like, that is judgment language. You're mm-hmm. going to live with God forever in eternity. We believe that. Um, and, and that has been, we've believed that since, I don't know, creation or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so Well, and I really appreciate, like, verse 4, especially. Like, I feel like that one is kind of like the kicker for me. Like, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, so just like knowing that regardless of the situation, good, bad, evil, um, the Lord is there to kind of guard and protect you with his, like his comforting staff. Just as a side note, like in Israel, definitely when this would have been written and definitely in parts of Israel still today, there are a lot of sheep there and there's a lot of shepherds because there's a lot of sheep. So I remember times we'd be like driving down the highway and there'd just be like tons of sheep, a flock, I almost said a herd of sheep. I think it's a flock, (laughs) a flock of sheep on the side of the road, like all over the hillside. So it was very common for people to see sheep and shepherds. And Mm -hmm. so David is using common, um, language, language, common examples. Also, he was a shepherd himself. So he understood what it meant Mm -hmm, to shepherd mm -hmm. sheep. And this is also a term that is going to be used in the new Testament uh, by Jesus and then also by the apostles in how people should pastor the church and lead the church as good shepherds. Ultimately, Jesus is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Uh, but that concept sticks for representing pastoring into the church age. And so um, Psalm 23 is a really powerful psalm in understanding pastoral leadership, uh, ultimately as we submit to God and follow his leadership. So, Tom, the, I mean, a lot of these psalms are excellent. You should definitely read them. You should take some time to meditate on them for yourself. Uh, so we invite you to stick around, listen to the reading yourself, or go read it. Um, what do you think is a good your part for today? Well, I think just starting out the psalms is encouraging to me, where they talk about being planted by streams of water, but then also, for me especially, Psalm 23 as well, like that comfort just knowing that and, God is taking care of us. Right, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. How do you apply that? I Those just really stuck out to me. Relationship with God is critical. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a believer, you need to build in your relationship with God to hear his voice and follow his lead. Because uh, sheep uniquely know the voice of their mm-hmm. shepherd. So, mm-hmm. if somebody talks to a flock of sheep and they're not the shepherd, they don't mm-hmm. listen to them. And I think it's a powerful concept for us to know the voice of God and follow mm-hmm. the voice of God and only the voice of God. So I encourage you to do that today. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word. And your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seats of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, 
and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Why do the nations rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs, and the Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Psalm chapter 15. O Lord, who shall sojourn in your tent? Who shall dwell on your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart, who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord, who swears to his own hurt and does not change, who does not put out his money at interest and does not take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer, and by night, but I find no rest. You are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let them deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust you at my mother's breasts. On you was I cast from my birth, and from my mother's womb you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me like ravening and roaring lions. I am poured out like water, and my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, it's melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a pot's herd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs encompass me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the mouth of the lion. You have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will tell your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation I will praise you. 
You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him, and stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, and he has not hidden his face from him. But he has heard when he cried to him, From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will perform before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth eat and worship. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him. It shall be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, that he has done it. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 24 The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false, and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Psalm chapter 47. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. For the Lord the Most High is to be feared, a great king over all the earth. He subdued peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises to our king, sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes and the peoples gather as the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. Psalm 68. God shall arise. His enemies shall be scattered. And those who hate him shall flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so you shall drive them away. As wax melts before fire, so the wicked shall perish before God. But the righteous shall be glad. They shall exalt before God. They shall be jubilant with joy. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Lift up a song to him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord. Exalt before him. Father of the fatherless and protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God settles the solitary in a home. 
He leads out the prisoners to prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a parched land. O God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth quaked and the heavens poured down rain. Before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel, rain in abundance. O God, you shed abroad, you restored your inheritance as it languished. Your flock found a dwelling in it. In your goodness, O God, you provided for the needy. The Lord gives the word. The women who announce the news are a great host. The kings of the armies, they flee, they flee. The women at home divide the spoil. Though you men lie among the sheepfolds, the wings of a dove covered with silver, its pinions with shimmering gold. When the Almighty scatters kings there, let snow fall on Zalman. O mountain of God, mountain of Bashan, O many peaked mountains, mountains of Bashan, why do you look with hatred, O many peaked mountain, at the mount that God desired for his abode? Yes, where the Lord will dwell forever. The chariots of God are twice ten thousand, thousand upon thousands. The Lord is among them. Sinai is now in the sanctuary. You ascended on high, leading a host of captives in your train, and receiving gifts among men, even among the rebellious that the Lord God may dwell there. Blessed be the Lord, who daily bears us up. God is our salvation. Our God is a God of salvation. And to God, the Lord, belong deliverances from death. But God will strike the heads of his enemies, the hairy crown of him who walks in his guilty ways. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that you may strike your feet in their blood, that the tongues of your dogs may have their portion from the foe. Your procession is seen, O God, the procession of my God, my King, into the sanctuary. The singers in front, the musicians last, between them virgins playing tambourines. Bless God in the great congregation, the Lord, O you who are Israel's fountain. There is Benjamin, the least of them, in the lead, the princes of Judah in their throng, the princes of Zebulun, the princes of Naphtali. Summon your power, O God, the power, O God, by which you have worked for us. Because of your temple at Jerusalem, kings shall bear gifts to you. Rebuke the beasts that dwell among the reeds, the herd of bulls with calves of the peoples. Trample underfoot those who lust after tribute. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Nobles shall come from Egypt. Cush shall hasten to stretch out her hands to God. O kingdom of the earth, sing to God. Sing praises to the Lord. To him who rides in the heavens, the ancient heavens, behold, he sends out his voice, his mighty voice. Ascribe power to God, whose majesty is over Israel, and whose power is in the skies. Awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.